the Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union. All right, welcome into this week's Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar. And I'm excited about this next guest because he's been around a long time, doesn't love to do media, even with a nice guy like me, so we haven't talked to him a whole lot. But it's uh, Jaguar Center Brandon Lender. And Brandon, in uh, doing a little research, which for me means hitting Google, um, you are now the most tenured Jaguars player, eight years. Is that hard to believe? Is this going by quick? Yeah, I mean, in the moment, it hasn't gone by quick. But when you look at the whole picture, it's definitely flown by. I mean, it's already it's crazy that we're already in December. Um, it's it's been a it's been a um, incredible career here. I mean, I love Jacksonville. I love to be here. I want to finish my career here. But it's definitely flown by. I'm definitely trying to. I'm going into like these weeks and these games. You know, I really try and savor every every emotion that I'll feel on game day. I guess the nice way of saying it is you've seen some stuff around here. I mean, you've seen some, uh, I've seen some high turnover. Times, uh, some, well, well, some turnover. I mean, uh, can you even come close to naming all the offensive linemen you played with? Oh yeah. I'm sure I could remember them if we had some time, but I'd have to really, I'd have to, why you want me to do that right now? <laughs> no, 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 I was just uh, conceptually speaking. Yeah. There's been a lot of players in and out of uh, the facility. Also, Tyler Shat- Shatley is also the longest tenured with me, eight years. Um, so we've definitely seen uh, seen some faces coming in and out of this building. But I think you've got two or three days on Shat because you were drafted and then he came along like two days later. Do you ever hold that over him? No, never, never. That's my guy. <laughs> That's my guy. I got you. Hey, uh, I know the center and the quarterback have a special relationship. Uh Tell me about Trevor Lawrence. Uh, what are your impressions after being around this kid for, for seven or eight months? Yeah, I mean, my impressions of this kid, I mean, the kid's a stud. The kid's an absolute stud. The thing that impresses me most is his maturity level. Uh, you know, I think he just turned 22. I mean, I, I know when I was at his age, well, heck, I think I was still in college. But, I mean, the maturity level on this kid's incredible. Um, the football intelligence, and he's learning. He's and, But, you know, he wants to learn. He, he wants to get better. And it's, it's really cool to see. And just the confidence, the poise of this kid. I mean, you know, obviously our season hasn't gone the way we wanted it to, but we're always working. He's always striving to get better. And, I mean, he's going to be here for a, a long time, and Jacksonville's got a great one in him. Tell me about his uh, football intelligence, meaning I know you are a guy, when you're at the line, you see what's going on, uh, and you're a veteran who knows what's going on behind him. Is he picking it up pretty quick in, in terms of seeing at the line of scrimmage and in terms of understanding what he's seeing out there? Yeah, he is picking it up uh, fairly quick. And, you know, that's something that I think your quarterback and center always try to do is get on the same page when looking at the defense, IDing it and, you know, getting everyone on the same page. And he's back there. He's able to flip protections and to help me along the way. Um, so it's nice to have a sounding board. And, again, just attached, you know, we're like Avatar attached. Uh, with our tails <laughs> but uh yeah the kid the kid's very impressive and he's I mean I'm excited to watch him on his journey for sure now, you're not an old man you're 29 but I'm an old are soul. you ever well <laughs> are you seeing a difference now like when a young lineman comes in when you're uh, talking to Walker Little or uh, Ben Barch do you feel older than those guys yet is there is there that sort of a difference 
No, I feel, still young I, at heart. I feel oh, I'm young at heart, baby. I feel younger than them. You know, I might I might have a few more aches and pains in them and a few more miles on these treads, but no, I still feel I'm a, I'm young. I'm an old soul, but I'm young at heart. Tell me about this offensive line. It's it's an area that uh, fans love to criticize any offensive line. They don't really know what they're praising all the time. How would you assess this group? Where are you guys at? Yeah, um, I love this offensive line. I love our room. Um, I mean, we truly, genuinely uh, are friends, you know, inside and out of this building. Um, I mean, we come to play every game, um, and that's something we pride ourselves on. No matter what what the play is called, you know, we're, we're in there trying to execute. Um, I think I think we've been doing a good job. Obviously, there's always room for improvement, always room for improvement. And, uh, you know, we're striving for that always, continually. But I love this line. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. And, um, I mean, I think this is now our third year altogether, you know, losing AJ, that hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ben Barch has stepped up. Uh, I mean, it's, honestly, I mean, I'll take this line over any line in the NFL. Urban talks constantly about uh, talking to you and other veteran players about the state of the team. Uh, how has that leadership role gone for you? How has that relationship and uh, sort of, I guess, where have you and other leaders helped him in the process? Yeah, I mean, I think it's and is that a cool thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Very cool thing. Um it's nice to be able to, you know, he he wants to get our opinion, uh, open communication, um, you know, from the veterans and being able to kind of help him through this process. You know, he's not used to all, all the NFL stuff, but um, no, it's been it's been great that he, you know, asked us for our opinion and we kind of share with him what we think. And um, yeah, it's kind of open forum, kind of uh, bouncing ideas off each other. And uh, so it has been nice. Now you cracked me up in your availability this week when you talked about uh, communication or the lack thereof being the world's biggest problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> expand on that a little bit, if you will. Oh, I mean, I, I, I'm big on over communicating, right? I mean, I, you see it day in and day out. Everyone sees it in their work life and their home life. People don't know how to communicate. Right. And I think, it's just because people don't want to have conversations, don't want to have the tough conversations, but like, that's how we go about it in the offensive line room, you know, just over communicating. Um, and because then, I mean, then you know what everyone's thinking. And I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I'm a big fan of over communication. You know, nobody's a mind reader. Nobody knows uh, what the other person's thinking. So, but that is a, the world's biggest problem. One, one of them. Well, everybody wants to text and communicate now. So that's the, yeah. uh, that's the other thing. You that's know, part of the problem with you kids, Brandon. Yeah, no. Well, again, I'm an old soul. I'm a face-to-face. I'm going to look you in the eye and talk to you. You know, I don't want to text you. I don't want to call you. I'd like to see you face-to-face. I got you. I wish my son was like that. So <laughs> it's uh, he's of the younger generation. So, right. hey, um, my cause, my cleats. Tell me your story. I've heard it before, but for the fans who don't know, why do you go the direction you go in this? Yeah, so – uh, I, I think I started in, I started doing it in 2017 with my buddy. So Steve Tolson, one of my best friends from back home, we grew up uh, playing little league football together, freaking fishing together, you know, playing together. I mean, that's, that's my guy. And he uh, got diagnosed with t- testicular cancer kind of spread through the body. He's had a incredible journey and incredible battle. I mean, the kid's amazing. The kid's resilient. I lean on him a lot uh, just through my daily stuff. I mean, how could I go moping around? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I play for him, right? I do everything for him. Um, so, but yeah, so I, I, I 
do these cleats um, it's through the test, uh, testicular cancer foundation. And, um, and it's not, it's, you know, I get a pair of cleats for myself in my offensive lineman style of cleats. And then I also get a speed pair for him. And so I send them to him every year too. Um, and he, he enjoys that, but, but yeah, that's what I've been doing for my, my cause, my cleats. And, you know, Steve was at the Tennessee game, that home game here. Um, he did that first Duval chant, you know, the Jaguars were incredible. Uh, I mean, they're outstanding first class, you know, right. showed them around on the field, you know, the box, everything. So uh, Steve is an incredible person. He has an amazing story and I think everyone should definitely hear it. And he's really a guy you think about before each game. It sounds like. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I draw, I draw strength from him. I mean, he do, he would do anything to be out there to be playing. I mean, he was once a collegiate athlete. So, uh, oh, of course. It's fantastic. Tell me something uh, before we get to our final uh, segment. Tell me something for the fans who are watching this team and see two and nine. Tell me something that you would tell fans why it's going in the right direction. Why do you believe in it right now? Because number one, you always got to believe. You always got to be optimistic. You always got to be positive. That's how I go about my life. That's how I go about day in and day out. Um, and you just keep going. Yeah, things aren't going our way. Uh, young quarterback, young team, new head coach, whatever you want to say. But you just always keep going. You come to work every day and you you strive to get better. And that's that's how you pull yourself out of these funks and out of these ruts. And uh, so you always got to believe. You always got to believe. And we want to finish this season strong. And, I mean, that's the goal. Tell me about James Robinson. Most guys or uh, most fans don't know him that well. He's a quiet guy. He seems to me like he must be a great guy to block for because of the way he sees holes and uh, maximizes runs. Yeah, James Robinson, I absolutely love that man. Um, a guy that comes to work, doesn't say a word. He'll give you, he'll crack a smile and then he'll run a dude over. I mean, the guy is <laughs> like in the in the offensive line room, you know, we love to block for him. We want to block for him. We want him to have success. I mean, along with all the backs, but James in particular and I mean, he's probably said, I don't know, maybe 500 words since he's been here. And I mean, I, I just love it. The kid, the kid's uh the kid's a badass. That's for sure. I mean, I, I love that kid. Last well, thing we do here, Brandon, I call it the Ozone 5. The Ozone 5. Five. Five quick questions. A lot of fun. We'll get you out of here. Uh, your last binge watch, if you have one. I have trouble I have trouble picturing you watching TV, so maybe you don't. But what's your last binge watch? That's funny. I haven't watched TV in four years, but it was Game of Thrones when I did. I After, I think it was the 2017 season, I took like two weeks and I crushed out like four or five seasons of it. Four years since you watched TV? I don't watch TV. <laughs> You're an intellectual is what you are. So, intellectual, uh, philosopher, whatever. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> The last song that you heard in your car this morning driving in? My life is music. Seriously, music uh, is a big part of my life. But uh, I was listening to Cody Jinks. I, I really like Cody Jinks, country country singer, songwriter. And uh, he just puts me in a, he put me in a good mood this morning on the way into work. You know, I was crossing that heart bridge. The sun was coming up, so it was yep. good. What's the best fishing day you've ever had? Man, I've had a bunch. Um... The best fishing day? Well, me and, me and my wife, uh, this was in the summertime. I think it was around June. Just her and I went offshore. Uh, we were 50, 60 miles offshore. We did like 168-mile uh, round-trip day. But we loaded the coffin box. I mean, we caught a scamp grouper, mangrove snapper, mutton snappers, mahi, kingfish. 
it was just a day where everything came together and it was just her and I out there. And I mean, she's my best friend. So that was, that was definitely a, a day I'll cherish forever. It's burned in my brain. That's very cool. Your go-to breakfast food. Oh, I, every, I eat the same thing every day, by the way. It's uh, five hard-boiled hard egg whites, uh, maybe like three or four pieces of bacon, you know, to help them egg whites go down. And then a big ass <laughs> bowl of oatmeal and brown sugar, and then like a uh, like a vegetable smoothie. Who's the person who's uh, most responsible for you being here in the NFL? That's a good question, John. Well, thank you, Rand. <laughs> um, what see. I do? I mean, yeah. I mean, God dang, there's a there's a multiple of people, but I'm gonna have to go with my parents. I mean, both of them. I can't single out one over the other, but uh, you know. My dad taking me to football practice ever since I was a little mm-hmm. kid and, you know, uh, helping me with working out and just kind of a mindset. And then my mom, I mean, just being there, uh, you know, m- making me incredible food, uh, you know, getting my nutrition, all that stuff, helping me along the way, um, being a sounding board for me. So my parents were, I would say, the biggest factor in, you know, why I'm sitting here today after eight years or, you know, in my eighth year talking to yeah. you. Did your mom start you off with the breakfast routine? Uh, actually, my well, both of them. But my dad, um, we he would make us these shakes when we were when we were kids, and you know, it just have it would just be packed full of veggies and fruit and stuff. Sure. You know, so that was a great way for us to get it without uh, eating it. But you know, look at me. I wasn't I wasn't that picky growing up. You know, I'd eat what pretty much what was in front of me. But uh, no, my parents. Yeah, my parents were the biggest um, you know reason I am who I am, and, and also why I'm here today. Fantastic. Brandon, go get your lift in. I appreciate you doing this uh, during the season, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for being on. Yeah, great questions, John. I hope I can be back on here. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it, buddy. We'll All talk. right, buddy.